Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, boy. I think by the time this posts, it'll still barely be Thanksgiving. Um, sorry for uh, the, the lateness of this episode, but by the time we watched... Uh, Survivor last night and then both Ponderosas double was, episode double Ponderosa yeah. it was very late here yeah. and so uh, we could not speak I, I can't speak to the quality of what that episode would have been so um, we got a lot to talk about Jen had to take notes because that's two episodes worth of activity I really think I should do it every time because I we've been saying was it the reward challenge that we that they did right. this at or the in immunity and yeah. that bugs me when we fumble through that. So Yeah, if we're ever gonna turn this into notes. a into a money making uh, venture, oh, then yeah. we're gonna have to be more professional. I'm joking, of course. Act professional. Yes. Act professional. Is that from something? Yeah. What's it from? The Katy Perry documentary. It's pretty great. <laughs> Truly, it's it's a great piece of like it's a great film. There have been a couple, right? No. A couple documentaries about her. Who am I thinking of? Maybe I think you're Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. No, this is her making her okay. own movie. Oh, okay. Act professional. Yeah, she's very young. It's total side note, but she took a lot of videos of herself as a 18, 16, 18, 20 year old when mm -hmm. she was getting started. And there's clearly a computer, one of those little round cameras that used to sit on top of old computers that mm. didn't have them built in or PCs. Um, and she's sitting in an executive's office waiting for him to come in and she's in his chair and she's literally spinning in it like a child does. And every time she gets to the camera, she's like act professional and then she spins and then she says it again and again. It's pretty funny. That's kind of cute. It's ador oh, She's adorable. Absolutely. The whole thing is, but what's so great about it is that there is actually coverage of her from the beginning yeah. because she chose to do it herself, which is especially remarkable at the time. This is the time before cell phones and selfies. Yeah. So, so she just set up the, the Sony handy cam and got to work. Yeah. No, no. So, okay. So in this double episode that aired last night, uh, it was a big episode. Um, the episode before Thanksgiving often tends to be a big episode last year. Um, it was, I believe, another double elimination. I think it always is. Is it always? Okay, yeah. I think Reed and Alec were the year before, you know, oh, okay. his season. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it makes sense. You want to get people paying attention to yeah. your show the night before Thanksgiving. And yeah. Mission accomplished. And I do think Because one of the two votes is bound to be interesting. If it had only right. been the first out of the two episodes last night, it would have been yeah. monumentally boring. And that's the thing is if it's going to be two boring ones, you get them out of the way in yeah. one week. Yeah. Um, and so, and even if it's two boring ones, I think there's an element of like the fact that two people are gone gives people more to, gives the viewer more to think about mm -hmm. and more to talk about just inherently. Mm -hmm. Um, but this episode was very interesting on both fronts. Um, I thought the first elimination was was interesting the way it developed, but obviously that second elimination was uh, insane. So, um, but let's talk about the, the first half first. Um, of course. So what do we got? Let's see. Jay, Taylor's gone. Jay comes back. Yep. And tries to make nice with people, but he's... Well, let's back up, guys, because okay. before that, Hannah flirts with Ken over sunrise. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> now... 
I don't oh, know, if, Hannah. I don't know if they're setting up something there or if it's just a one scene thing. I think they're setting up Hannah to be Hannah. Yeah. I feel like we could talk about her in a nutshell and maybe that should wait until the second one because there's yeah. some crazy stuff going on there. This whole episode, admittedly two hours long, is you see all of who Hannah is. Oh, yeah. Um, good and bad. Uh, and the bad often outweighs. Where's the, the good part? Uh, like when she's reassuring David and she seems actually quite confident and he's freaking out. And she's saying, Hey, it's fine. It's fine. And in that moment I thought like, Hey, wow, look, she's really coming into her own. And then like the next scene, yeah. Yeah. it's like, Oh, never mind. Mm-mm. It's, you know, she seemed more confident compared to a paranoid David, but that's hardly uh, I, I actual just, confidence. Going beyond the game with Hannah. I mm. have friends who suffer from actual anxiety Mm -hmm. you know if you're really particular about something you don't have ocd but that's become such a catchphrase oh i'm totally ocd about this right or i'm just i have you can have anxiety without having the disease yeah but it is a disease it is a mental illness there is nothing people can do about it like they they have except to treat it but you should treat it and my friends treat it and i've seen them both on and off medication. Yeah. And Hannah needs to be on medication. Like I say this not as a slight towards her, but it literally, I get anxiety watching her. She hyperventilates. She panics. Yeah. She's paranoid. She freaks out. It's, I can see her not being able to think straight. Right. And, and not in a, I don't have anything to eat and I don't have any sleep survivor kind of way. Yeah. I can see some of my own symptoms and depression in that as well. Cause they're closely related illnesses. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely don't understand why she is just a person is not on medication. I don't mean, I just mean like outside of the game right. of survivor time out on survivor talk for a second. And maybe she is on medication and she needs to up her dose or find a different one that works better because it's exacerbated by this game, obviously. Yeah. yeah and you know, and that's the thing is there's, there are moments when it's kind of delightful. Like when she uses, what is it? Trust cluster. Oh man. And, Jeff uses it and she has a moment that I think any number of survivor nerds that are like her would have, which is like, I just came up with this thing and now Jeff is saying it like it's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of adorable. And she says, she says, but no, seriously, I'm, I'm focused. Yeah. You know, that's moments like that are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same. It comes from the same place, which is, and it would appear an inability to keep things inside, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. and an inability to lie you know and but we'll get to that's that's in the second episode yeah Um, Yeah. and i think you know if you compare her to michaela michaela could not keep things in either but it was all hilarious and honest right and to try and further her game or other people's games yeah hannah's does not seem logical to me so i'm just really having a hard time connecting with her and i find her yeah extremely annoying yeah if she wound up if somebody had switched their vote and Hannah went home last night. I would not have been upset again. Second travel, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay. So I derailed us with the flirtation over sunrise, right. but 
yes the, basically the second thing that happens is the same montage that is in the sne- the preview that we had seen yeah only longer more joyous more content i love that they just kept it yeah. in a montage jay did you know jay has an idol zeke told me jay has yeah. an idol really jay has an idol and then it it winds up with people like two separate people that know Yes. Uh, talking, telling each other. Yes. So it's like, okay, so this is circled around literally everybody. Oh, literally. Um, and it's Will, you know, making a good call, which is like, well, I'm not going to be on this ship when it sinks. So yeah. I'm going to get in with somebody else. And, the, and if I don't have an idol and can tell someone about it, I can at least out somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, good for him uh, trying to do that. And uh, then it's set up that Chris wants to vote Jess. Jess wants to vote Chris. Right. It's early on played up. And the thing is, you know, Chris mentions that Jess like wrote his name down early on and and was maybe spearheading the the Paul vote. Mm -hmm. I don't remember any of that. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but Polly. Oh, it did. One hundred percent. Okay. But Lucy and Sunday were equally a part of it. Those three girls. Yeah. We're in an alliance and yet Sunday is fine now. Yeah. She's on Chris's side. Yeah. I feel like if this weird rivalry was going to be set up between Chris and Jess, they needed to do a bet to the point that it winds up being, uh, the focal point of a vote. I feel like they need to do a better job setting it up because Jess isn't see it. You see it enough. And because it doesn't result in a highly intense tribal. Right. And they get voted out next to each other in the order of things. I I was fine with it. It results in a really big blind side for Chris. Like he really didn't see it coming. Um, And, and I guess honestly, because I like Chris and because you liked Chris, um, I didn't think anybody was going to let him get to the end, but his removal from the game when he was targeting somebody, I felt like, okay, I need to be- get a better sense of what he's trying to do. Um, I don't know. I agree. I do think he's very he's very Southern. Yeah. And he's very sports oriented. Mm-hmm. And if anyone has ever watched Friday Night Lights, you just get into this almost military mentality of, yeah. I'm a coach. Hey, man. I say goes. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's just real black and white. Yeah. I'm real sorry about that. And he put himself out there as a coach. And exactly. Yeah. So he played that up and I felt like he started to dictate to people in the way that Michaela did. They got her in right. trouble too. So I, it's a bummer that he's gone. Yeah. I'm not entirely, I'm not distraught. Um, I think because he didn't strike me as a particularly egotistical mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. and he seemed to have a good sense of humor and he's, I don't know. I enjoyed seeing him on screen. Uh, I'm fine with not necessarily talking about everything that we watched yesterday in complete order. So no, I will, totally. so I will mention that w- what is eventually revealed at Ponderosa Hilarious. once Jess leaves is that, she had lied about being a lawyer. Yeah. He had lied about being a lawyer. Nobody knew that except us because uh, it was revealed to us. Exactly. Um, but what wasn't revealed to us is that she's a prosecutor and, and he's, he's a defense, defense attorney. Yeah. Both uh, trial, you know, yeah. lawyers. Yeah. He's not civil court or no, anything like that. They're not paper pushers. A lot of lawyers yeah. don't see the inside of a courtroom. 
Yeah. They are there on a regular basis and on opposing sides of things. And that was hilarious to me. So when they reveal that mm-hmm. to Taylor and Michelle and basically each other, yeah. there there's a moment of like, oh my gosh, we're both lawyers. And then she says she, she's a prosecutor and goes, well, I'm a defense attorney. So they both acknowledge like, maybe there was just something here yeah. that it was going to dictate that we were never going to be on the same side. It started with that. Mm-hmm. But then it even went further in her Ponderosa with her... I think, I mean, I think she was just decompressing and she had yeah. a lot to decompress from because she was not even voted out. Yeah. She could have avoided this. Absolutely. But she just was kind of manic and wouldn't stop talking and look at my stomach. I want to keep it going. And I worked out this morning and I look yeah. how many crunches I did and I didn't stop. I could have kept going. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's indicative of her true personality, but he said, you know, I, I gelled with Michelle I gelled with Taylor when I got here and I'm just not sure I'm going to gel with her. And then it cuts to her just like, and it's very the opposite of him. He's very chill and laid back. So I think in general, not only do their professions indicate opposition, but I don't think their personalities go together either. And honestly, it's one of those things that, so I remember when I was up for jury duty Mm -hmm. and um, I was questioned rather intensely by uh, an assistant district attorney uh, prosecutor and it was this young woman uh, and I felt really insecure when she was asking me some very aggressive questions because I had said something that I won't say here um, that was true but I think she probably thought I was lying to get out of jury duty mm. um, And so she was like really laying into me and I just had this, I was like, this is really intense. I don't care for this one bit. And it was your opinion about something. It was my opinion about something. Yes. About logistics, about not being able to serve. Right. Right. Um, and so don't get me wrong. It still got me off that jury, which is great. But, um, but in that moment, I just had this thought of like, you know, I'll bet the legal profession is difficult enough for a young woman, much less a prosecutor where you really got to hammer things in and honestly, like when you see who Jess is, especially at Ponderosa, when like more of her personality comes out mm-hmm. and there's a, a certain manic quality to her, like, and maybe it's, maybe I'm just projecting because I saw a prosecutor in that situation that was basically the same age, but I saw a lot of that in her mm-hmm. and I'm sure Chris saw a lot of that in her as well. But like I've talk to people like you right and i don't have the energy to do it here right and so um you know it's nothing against jess or anything but i could see the nature of her job being very very uh stressful and taking a toll because she's somebody who really like you saw during tribal and stuff that like her she i wouldn't say she necessarily led with her emotions but she it was what she was thinking and feeling was her always eyes right were there. Bugging out of her head yeah. well before she even voted yeah. the first time, far less the second, far less being drawing the bad rock. You know, yeah. she definitely led by her emotions. And I wonder if some of that has to do with, again, with her job. There is a certain performance element to being a trial lawyer and being exact notably exasperated by what somebody is saying, like being like, that's ridiculous or whatever it is performing for a jury. True. 
maybe that's just a thing she's used to. And if she's got like these really expressive eyes to kind of show, indicate to people like, I don't know what you're talking about or totally. whatever. And is. tribal is like a trial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I mean, there is a jury. Yeah. You know, um, but, but yeah, either way, like, honestly, I feel like we've talked more about Jess than I ever thought we would. <laughs> True. Truly. If you're not watching the Ponderosas, turn this off and go watch them because yeah. they are long they are very informative. They're very yeah. well done. And at this point to us, they're an extension of the show. Yeah. So we are going to not only be talking about them a lot and, and referencing them, um, but they're, they give so much m- more to our thought process and discussion. Like it's such a m- much more robust yeah. view of people. And something that you and I were talking about last night that I like that they're doing with these Ponderosas, and this is now, I think, like the second or third season that they've done these long extended yeah. ones, um, is that they give the players their due. Like, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I knew Jessica very much during the game. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I knew Michelle very much no. during the game. Chris, I got a good sense. Taylor, I got a really good sense. But when you get to this point and people go to the jury, not everybody that makes it to the jury got a lot of screen time. Right. But if you made it to the jury, you lasted for a while. Right. And and even if you got dragged along, like this season, less than others, you know, right. I mean, Michelle got voted out eighth. Right. That's ridiculous. But you know, even if you got dragged along, you still had to go through all those challenges. You had right. to withstand the weather and all of that. And so there's something to be said for your level of achievement. You didn't quit. That's something in and of itself. And so with these Ponderosas, it's saying like, yeah, let's find out who this person is that went through all this crap, you yeah. know? And, and I like that you really, you get a sense of who this person is and how they're processing this very emotional moment. Um, and it's interesting because Jess, uh, really focused on how flat her stomach was. Mm -hmm. And you actually hear Chris mention how much weight he thought he would have lost versus how much he did. And I remember everybody, almost everybody has something that they'll repeat over and over. And it doesn't really have to do with the game. It has to do with the experience, but not the game. And I find myself wondering if that's a coping mechanism. Absolutely. They focus on this thing. So they, it's like, I'll think about the mistakes I made in a moment, but right now look how thin I am, you know, not only coping, but, uh, shock. Yeah. Adrenaline does that to you. I, I experienced that weekly with brides. It's not about how my hair looks. It's yeah. not about how my makeup looks. I don't like something about my dress or how it's fitting or the fact that there's dirt on it. It They nitpick yeah. at one thing and it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with that thing. They are in a high pressure yeah. situation. And it's to keep, it could be just to keep from being completely overwhelmed. Like right. if I focus on this one thing, even if it's kind of insignificant, it will keep me from losing my mind yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, by the way, for those that know, don't know, Jen is a wedding photographer, oh. Jenny Smith and com. Uh, she's willing to travel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, it's not shilling if I do it right. Exactly. Anyway. Only two more continents to go. Asia and Africa. Shout out. Who's out there. Get with the program. Antarctica. We could shoot something down there. Definitely. I mean, that would be bucket list material, but I've been to four out of the six. Yeah. So I'm just saying if I could get six out of seven, that would be, that's not bad. Right. That's realistic. Um, 
All right. So any listeners, any Survivor fans living in Africa, <laughs> Jenny Smith and, and, you, and you've got your eye on somebody to marry them, JennySmithandCo.com. Anyway, um, so, okay. Uh, Do you want to touch on the reward challenge or the immunity? Let's touch on the reward challenge, if for no other reason than because I believe this is the one where David has oh, a nice moment. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet moment. You know, one thing that never fails to surprise me and please me about Survivor is how people can change. Now, obviously, it's a function of editing as well, but like how a person's story can change mm, from week to week. It is a function of editing, but with both David and Aubrey last season, if you're going to have major freakouts at the beginning of the season, yeah. they're going to air those. And if he was having major freakouts now, like Hannah, yeah. they air them. Sure. She is not changing over sure. the season. In fact, I think she's changing for the worst of changing at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's not only a function of editing that he's right. getting a great deal out of this. Yeah. It's, um, it's very interesting. Uh, to see because he really struck me as someone that was on the outs at the very beginning of the season and he, he was. was um but i think he got hooked up with ken and sometimes all it takes is one person who really believes in you and really stands by you to give you enough of a boost and who has that weird dichotomy ken could have instantly been in with the bros with brett yeah. and chris and paul yeah but he was teased and mocked as a boy yeah. by people like that you know so he is He's not one note. Right. And if he had been, if he had been in with the guys, I think Dave would have been gone early. Yeah. Or, or Ken would have been targeted sooner. Ken would have been targeted sooner? Yeah. Like whoever, like David might have gotten together other misfits and like we got to get this Ken guy out. Maybe. As opposed to Paul or Chris or whatever. Maybe. Um, but yeah, but David. Uh, but, At any rate. Yeah. So David probably would not have played his idol for Jess. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but it was a really nice moment to see, you know, it's a reward. Not everybody, it, one person has to sit out. And honestly, in those moments, when you know what you are, mm -hmm. you know that you're going to be a hindrance. You know, it, it resonated with me because that's how I feel. That's how I would feel if I were out there. Like there's not much I can do and I don't want people mad at me. It's a strategic decision as well. You don't right. want people to blame you. I solely thought of it as that at first, but, but there's also buried in that is mm -hmm. like, it's chivalrous. I know what I am. Yeah. And there's a real sadness there. Um, when mm. you feel like I'm only going to be dead weight mm -hmm. and, and, you know, putting himself out there to, I don't know. It's and then having people say, no, no, it's fine. And they're probably playing the game as well, because at the same time, if David's on your team and your team loses, you can blame him. Yeah. But you also look like a great guy for championing him. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I do think that he's someone that that people have come to uh, come to like. I think it was genuine because when he started tearing up, several other people did too yeah. you know they weren't just looking down at yeah. their sh feet and shuffling yeah. their feet and trying to ignore the situation yeah. when there was a dialogue between dave and jeff they were they were engaged with yeah. what he was saying you know and his team did lose and it wasn't because yeah. he was a bad swimmer yeah. it was because he messed up the puzzle yeah and it still didn't yeah you know negatively affect him yeah it was it was a really nice moment although 
we'll bring it back up in the second tribal. Okay. Um, so that was, that was nice. And then, um, let's see what else, what else we got? That was a fun challenge. Letters from home. Letters from home. Yeah. And I didn't know that Adam hadn't told anybody that his mom was sick. Because that's too much of a card, right? Like Adam will win because he needs the money for his mom. Right. So I wouldn't tell anyone either. I think that's a smart strategic move. Yeah. But I really thought he might. I thought, okay, this is maybe why it's a double episode. Because his letter from home might say, I'm so sorry. Mom's passed away. Yeah. And then him saying, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. Right. I'm, I'm out of this. Or mom has gotten much worse. Sure. You need to go. Sure. Um, it wasn't the case, but it was right. gut-wrenching, especially right. because at this point we do know that she has passed away. She passed yeah. away a few days after he got back. Yes. And that's the thing is like, if you're a Survivor fan. Yeah. You remember Jenna from yeah. All Stars yeah. who came out there despite her mom being sick and then opted to leave and it turned out to be the right call. Yeah. So for him she to must stay have out had there. had some weird sixth sense. Yeah. Because she just kept saying, you know, this doesn't feel right. I don't feel right being here. This isn't, a, no, I don't think I should be here. Or it could have been like from the moment she said yes. Right. She knew it wasn't the right thing. And yeah. like on the plane there. Yeah. As she's like every moment she's like this was a bad decision yeah you know i don't think she was feeling great about it from the word jump and you think then, it was produced no i don't you don't think word got to producers and they were like hey maybe you should leave i don't think so um yeah because if so, well, I mean, I guess it's early enough. Like that thing with Terry. Right. They, you know, the producers got involved. I think, yeah. but I, but this, it's late enough now that I think they realize that, oh, if we actually so, show some, show like the audience a little bit behind the curtain, yeah, we show Jeff and the producers getting involved or whatever, yeah. then that's really going to up the ante. Um, and maybe that's not a thing they thought about. No, I think they thought to stay, you know, true, truer to reality show. Yeah. Like we don't show cameramen. We don't show yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, at any rate, sad moment, very but, sad moment. And it's, and it, and it gets sadder when you, when you realize that like his mom's not seeing any of this, like that's a very, it's, it's really like, for example, today is Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. like, and the day before was like this really, this really nice moment for him on Survivor. Right. He has an idol. He's got all this stuff going on. Not playing the best game, but what are you going to do? And I know it's so hard to talk about his game strategically when yeah. you know this personal stuff about him as well. And yeah. and every time I see homeless shelter manager up on the screen, I'm also yeah. like, and I looked wow, up. I'm kind of a dick for dissing his game, but. But, the, and that's the thing is like, I looked up like what he did, what he's done with that homeless shelter. It's astounding. Really? Like he took it from like 10 employees to like, or maybe not 10 employees, like 10 for lack of a better term, not clients, not customers, but you know, helping 10 people okay. in this small little organization to like 500 around the city. Wow. Like, so he's very good at what he does and has a passion for it. And now I think he's working with a charity that's, that is, uh, uh, lung cancer based, mm. um, because of his mom. And so, um, but yeah, like it's, it's very, 
while there's an immediacy to Survivor, we all know that this happened months ago. Right. But anything having to do with his mom is happening right now. Not because she's still around, but because she's not. Yeah. Like the, what he's feeling on the show, he's feeling doubly now. Mm -hmm. And that is a very sad thing, mm -hmm. you know? And like there's, there's an instinct in me that like... I don't know him, but mm -hmm. when you watch Survivor, you do feel like you know people, and I want to reach out and say like, oh, hey, you know, I lost my father. Yeah. I was very young, and I know that it's really terrible, but it's like, he's probably getting that from tons of people, and again, I don't know him, um, but- You could uh, tweet. I could, yeah, but whatever. It doesn't require anything of people. That's a nice thing to hear, though. You should do that. All right. I guess I would do it from this account. Absolutely. Okay. All right, everybody. That makes sense. Be on the lookout for that. What? Anyway. Um, they don't need to look out for it. Adam does. That's true. Um, but yeah, so it's... Anyway, sweet moment. We definitely feel... Our heart, our heart goes out to him, for sure. Yeah. Even... And, and he's calmed down in his gameplay. I'll point I'll point out the positive. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm not just pointing out the negatives when they happen. I think at some point during the first or second episode basically last night he said you know i'm i'm trying to hang back i'm staying yeah. out of it and he's doing a better job and i believe during this reward you also start to see brett latch on to zeke oh brett right? and zeke and they're drinking yeah and that will pay off later exactly in a way that wasn't expected but yeah you see this and uh, and yes brett might be a better social player in some ways than I thought from a timing standpoint. I don't know what the F he was doing at, at tribal at final tribal. Uh, the, the second no, one. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Was it the second? Yeah. Oh, right. Because it gets brought up for the first time. The, uh, the trust clusters. Yeah. And he is fed up the second time and yeah. he has nothing to do with the vote. Yeah. Brett, shut up yeah and we'll we'll and jump we'll to, that to that later because he actually does say some stuff to other people that really bothered me um oh it's beyond yeah so he um, beat up on whatever we're gonna get to it so uh but that was that was nice to see and then let's uh, jump to immunity immunity challenge dave wins dave wins that one yeah because I then I said, Dave's going after Goliath because oh, he right. wants to target Chris. That's right. And yes. I thought I was very, very clever. Yes, you were very clever. Um, because I said it and then I realized, oh, yeah, and his name is Dave. Like, I wasn't trying. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were accidentally clever. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess it's better than That's not way clever better. at all. That's better than purposefully clever. I don't think so. I think being purposefully clever is probably better. No. False. Being intentionally something is better than being accidentally something. No, it's way cuter if it's accidental. Oh, sure. No, that is cuter. No question about Which it. Which is better. Um, <laughs> anyway. So moving on. Um, Dave wins. Yeah. And it was a really nice. It was a nice win. Yeah. It yeah. just, his, his arc for this episode exactly. is a really, this is a strong Dave episode. Oh, it was a good winner's edit. It really is. Whoa. Because it's not merely that, I mean, he does lose the reward he's pleading and and being chivalrous to the team or you know selfless but then they uplift him jeff uplifts him then they lose and ken still uplifts him back at camp yeah then he goes on to win the next one yeah. and another you know sweet moment with jeff happens which is kudos to jeff you know because he's usually a dick to the weaker players 
Here's the thing. There's Jeff, the host and Jeff, the executive producer. <laughs> Jeff, the totally. ho- Jeff, the host is still the douche. Yeah. Jeff, the executive producer is like, mm, this, this is a good, good edit. Stuff. <laughs> like, we can get a good episode out of this. Like yeah. this guy might not be another Cochran, but we could. We oh, could yeah, try. yeah, absolutely. Because um, he does like that. He um, does. That's absolutely true. Um, so Dave goes after Goliath and Chris does go home yeah. and Hannah floats the idea of trust clusters and yeah. that was adorable. You, the moment you mentioned with Jeff, I thought, by the way, that it should be called cluster trust because, because it's like clusterfuck. Yes. This is a non uh, explicit podcast, but no. I guess it's fine. No, I said swear words along the way. Okay. I guess I'll just have to, if you're it. listening to Jenny Smith, you're going to hear some swears unless of course you hear her as your photographer jenny smith and co.com stop (laughs) no but literally okay so sometimes i have brides not smile okay like smile at me for a few great don't smile and sometimes i say that was bitching good job Mm -hmm. but i tend to shorten everything that i say on the wedding day okay uh i go down to everyone's shortest nickname Sure. I shorten words. It's it's just a shorthand, mm-hmm. not only for efficiency, but sometimes it's funny to people as well. And one time I accidentally said, don't smile. Great. Bitch. And like literally the bride looked at me like, did my photographer literally just call me a bitch? And I, I was really just shortening. Like that was fierce, you know, and yeah. I was trying to compliment her and accidentally said that. And it was funny. And I immediately caught myself and said, oh my gosh, this is what I was trying to say. Um, and she, she was a rockin' bride, so it didn't matter. But yeah, it seems like that's, you the might hear me swear on the wedding day is all I'm saying. Right. Yes. Okay. And you might be like, I, my photographer just insulted me. So nah, like bastard or whatever. Um, like that's bastard in. That's not how it works. What? Like instead of bitching, I don't know. No. All right, we can move on. Um, so uh, how did that? Uh, oh, right, cluster. Cluster fact. Um, so yeah, uh, and it it ultimately is Zeke uh, who yeah. switch who flips over and decides that like Chris needs to go. Killer game, Zeke. Down to Chris is leaving. Yeah. And as he leaves, has a rapport with Zeke, the person yeah. responsible for him going home. Yeah. And it looks like Chris is pretty easy going anyway, but like yeah. that is evidence of how much Zeke is going to be on good terms with the entire jury. He has no enemies at this point. Well, except Dave, but we'll get to that. Um, Nobody dislikes him as a person. They could start. I think true after the but, second one, but Right. But at this tribal. Yeah. You know, first episode of this tribal, nothing. Yeah. You know, he says like, what does he say? Booner? Boomer or something like that. And I don't know. Well, I think it's with an N because he says Booner and then Zeke says Sooner because it's a Sooner state. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okies, let us know. Yeah. So, and that was, that was a nice moment between them and. That was awesome. Yeah. And it's just, again, it goes to just, I like Chris. I like decent people who are also pretty good at the game. And I thought he was pretty good, but I also, in that moment, he's being a decent guy. I like good confessionals. You can give me good content, whether you're a hero or a villain. Yeah. 
confessionals are my number one priority. Like yeah. I really want to go back and watch Cochran's wing season. Oh yeah. That's he, great. There's just so many gems in there. Yeah. His first season, I think there are gems, but to watch him get bullied by Ozzy is just not something I'm willing to walk through again. Yeah. Look, I'd like to see another season with Cochran and Ozzy on it. Are now you that, kidding? Now that Cochran has won and Ozzy never has. That'd be fun. I'm overseeing Ozzy at all. He's been on what four? This we're coming up on his fourth. Oh my gosh, he's gonna be on next season. Yeah. <sighs> we'll see if he learns. He doesn't. If anything, he's gotten worse. I know. Like he was in the final two his first season. I know. But didn't you know? And, and then deservedly. he's gotten. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like at and the yet, time, like being a physical throw was a big deal. And coming back and just, yeah. And he was all that attention probably gets to you. No question. Um, anyway, first episode down. Yeah. Second episode. Second episode. Here's what I'm talking about with Brett. He immediately goes to David. He goes to Zeke yeah. and he's saying, he's like, Hey, I get it. Yeah. He was a threat. He was going to have to go out eventually. As if to say, I was close with him, but I was going to vote him out eventually. So I'm not, I would have done what you did. He got See how similar out we of are? the bottom. Yeah. Quicker than I would have given yeah. him credit for. He didn't, he didn't specifically say, Hey, you can work with me, but that's basically what he said. And yeah. he and mission accomplished. He is not uh, a threat at all. No. I mean, he is a, like, he could be a threat. He and Sunday are now a voting block that can be used. Yeah. They're in the middle. And I don't think people see them as in the middle quite yet. Um, although, pe although both Dave and Zeke were trying to, to woo them. Right. Um, right. Not woo the player. Nah. W O O not W O O. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I guess I'll have to use it for both. Um, so yeah. Uh, so I really liked that. And in mm -hmm. that moment I thought like, I did have the thought of like, has Brett been basically in Chris's shadow and now that Chris is gone, Brett realizes, all right, time for me to get to work. Maybe. And I really like the juxtaposition between how he was playing both sides mm -hmm. versus how Hannah was yeah. mucking it up. Yeah. She was also up for grabs. Yeah. And she made that known and she shouldn't have, you know, she's at yeah. the watering hole with Zeke. And he says, don't you think Dave is the biggest threat? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely, Here's Zeke. I completely agree with you. You answer quickly, definitively. You look him in the eye and you don't start panicking. I saw what she was doing for a moment, which is like, you think, you think briefly because, hey, I'm on your side. Let's, let's, let's work this out together. Is he the, you think just long enough to show that you're thinking and then you say, yeah. You know, and then you maybe even throw in, it's like, I mean, aside from Jay, but yeah. obviously like he's not going anywhere. And then you just, no, you play the Steven game. You agree with them immediately. And then you go off and do your own thing. You agree with everyone immediately about everything. I think I mostly agree with that. And but you're if it's someone thinking that, about it, so you're not doing it right. What was that? <laughs> hmm? Like in this interaction now you're thinking, don't My, do that. Just agree with me. My vote is usually just say yes mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. But if it's someone that you've been with for a month and that you're seemingly on the same level with and your partners with and you're, yeah. and you're, and you're both 
thinkers and you're both uh, strategists. Even more reason to say it immediately because then you're like, oh, exactly. I've already thought about that too. I guess that's the thing to say. Rather than simply say yes, which the person might get the sense of they're just saying what I want them to do. Yeah. Yeah. You just say, you say, Yes, obviously. Or oh, oh, of course. You you add a little something to show that you have arrived at the same conclusion. Because that bonds own. you more. Yeah. Hey, I'm a thinker. You're a thinker. Yeah. We've already both arrived here independently, and right. now we're at the watering hole conferring. Because if you arrived there, yes. Because it, that means that this person now thinks that you have an investment in this person leaving too. Whereas if you uh-huh. simply say yes, mm-hmm. then it might be, well, they don't really care. They're just trying to make me happy. Okay. You're either pandering or I'm above you because I had to say it to you to get you to arrive there. Yeah. Either way you give the impression that, Hey, absolutely. I've yeah. been thinking that as well. Oh, yeah. um, you, you like pizza. I like pizza. We've both liked pizza independently yeah. our whole life. Now we have something in common. Oh, yeah. You think Dave's playing a good game? I have been noticing that too. And just like, you kind of narrow your eyes. Like, it seemed like that's what she was starting to do is like, is like, yeah, I know. That's something I didn't think about it before. 5,000 too many pauses and thanks. And then she avoided eye contact and then she started hyperventilating. And she kept saying like, and he said like, you know, are you going to tell him that? I'm after him. And she's like, well, I mean, everybody already knows. It's like, you say no. I know. She screwed it up twice. You didn't say yes. And then you didn't say no. Right. That's one where you absolutely should be definitive. Through the grapevine, he's already found out. And then he was like, but you're the beginning of the grapevine. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like her lying in the first. You can see on the look on his face. Like, oh my God, I've just lost Hannah. Yeah. She's not someone that I was with for a month. Yeah. And I just lost her. Yeah. And just the. Not only that, but did she give any good reason to be flipping on this vote? Why, why was she even considering being with Dave? Um, I think she, I think everyone knows that Zeke is playing the best game. Dave is maybe second, but now is the time. It's like, we can try to take Zeke out now. And also Dave has an idol. And I think the only way you do that is to a hundred percent say you're with Zeke and vote with Dave. Yeah, it is. And she kept, and she kept saying as though she were confident and I'm sure in the moment she was saying to Dave's like, no, 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 we have, we have an advantage, you know, cause he thinks I'm with him. And then she proceeds to assure him yeah, that, that she is she's not. not, um, yeah, it is. Ugh. I feel like it's not often you see somebody's plan implode so quickly and so definitively through someone either saying something or not saying something. When was the last time we saw someone's plan implode of their own volition so quickly you know it's either shoot i said something in confidence just i was trying to play the game in a smart way um i don't know how adam could explain this but hey i was at least trying to bond with taylor by sharing secrets right okay that at least makes logical sense but there is nothing logical or strategic about any of Hannah's behavior in this episode. Right. Yeah. I feel like Hannah was just, I think it's the, it's where the fan girl thing comes in where I think she saw an opportunity to quote unquote, make a big move and like quote unquote, take control of her game. Not realizing that's like, no, Hannah, I don't think you're that kind of player. You need to realize the kind of player you are. I think that's important. 
not only should people be watching the Ponderosas, they should watch Jeff's Roundtable mm-hmm. with Cochran, Parvati, Sandra, Sestranino. Yeah. And the hands down, the answer to that question that Jeff poses is you need to know yourself. Yeah. Self-analysis is the only way you're ever going to win this game. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think that's the people that play the game best. Not always. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, always. The yeah. People that play the game best know how they come across yes. and they know how they actually are and the li- relationship between those two. Right. They it's know not always to, exactly the same. They know how to tweak and manipulate how right. they come across. Right. And I do like what was Zeke saying it? Like you can only come out here and be yourself. Right. You can't be someone else. Who's he saying that to? Don't remember. Probably Brett, honestly. Oh, exactly. When they had the moment about being gay and yeah. just, you know, you, if if you are hiding it your whole life and then you come out here and you hide it, like, you know, that's you. That's your generation. Yeah. That's fine. I think they had a really amazing conversation about that. I think we have finally hit on the only moment this season where the generational conversation was real and worked. And just in the best way. I mean, mm. I, I think that was such a sweet moment because I think that Zeke, I think a lot of millennial gay men could have been angry. Like, no, man, you are the reason yeah. that life sucks for us yeah. sometimes. You need to shout it proud like gay pride. Yeah. And he wasn't. He was so understanding. And not only yeah. that, but appreciative. Like, People in Brett's generation paved the way for me to be able to just be out, you know? Well, and he mentioned that Brett was in the military and that does mean something very specific. Exactly. For someone of of Brett's generation. Um, Who's in the don't ask, don't tell era. And so there is something, I will say this, like in that moment, I thought Was he actually, or is that another lie? uh, I would guess he was. To go from that to being a cop, I believe. Totally. And maybe that would explain away him being a cop to people who uh, suspected that he right. was one. Oh, right. no, he's not a cop. Maybe it was just because he was in the military sure. for a while. Sure. Um, that hasn't come out again. I'm so psyched for that to come out at Ponderosa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he goes, all right, I'm a cop. And they're like, yeah, we know. Thank I'm a you. gay cop, you yeah. guys. I'm like... I'm like wicked gay. Um, so I'm a Boston. Oh, but he does have a nice moment in. Oh, I guess it's the next one where in the next uh, is in the preview. No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. We're, t- we're skipping ahead to yeah. them on the reward, but yes. during the ward when everybody has to crawl around like worms and the <laughs> guys start losing their shorts and then he goes, I got naked on Survivor. <laughs> yeah. That uh, was delightful. That was great. Um, it was a good bread episode except for the end, but we'll get to that in a moment. He's still really boring to me. I'll say this. He's been too boring too long. I don't think he can redeem himself to me at this point. Recognizing I've got this secret that I'm gay. Uh-huh. I can just keep it to myself. But I see Zeke right there, who is openly gay. This is a thing I can use. I don't have an idol. I can't, like, it's, if it's all about trust, it's all about opening up. But I think he strategically used it in the first place. He said, I found myself in a bro alliance. Those were not the men exactly. that, that revealing it to was going to help me with. And I think he also might have seen Zeke bonding with Chris over something. Right. Something social. Exactly. And I think, yeah, it was, a, it was if he'd said it too soon... To Zeke or anybody, yeah. then it's like, ah, oh, well, I can't use that anymore. And at this exact moment, 
when he's trying, it's like Chris is gone. I'm, it's just me and Sunday. I got to get in with someone. Yep. I think he used it at exactly the right time. Like that's almost enough to get me like his with Chris leaving Brett's actions after that are almost enough for me to think like, wow, he's better than I thought. Absolutely. This is a very redeeming episode. I yeah. won't say that he's irredeemable. Right. Yeah, that's right. Unredeemable. Irredeemable. Irredeemable to me at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Between the, you know, going to everyone and saying, Hey, I would have voted him out too yeah. about Chris to this. It was a good, ep- yeah. To being enthusiastic about being. Of the episode was yeah. good for Brett until tribal. And I don't know. I cannot figure that out. I have, I want to listen have to know it all because I bet yeah. they might have more insight having been to travels themselves, yeah. but what the F don't know. Anyway, let's talk briefly about the reward, right? Ankles together, sliding like snakes. Yeah. Crazy town. It looked awful. That is literally my worst nightmare. I just wanted to wipe the sand out of Jessica's eyes. And it's just, and it puts people in a position like a lot of guys like pants fell down. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, that's not what you want to see. And you don't want Jeff commenting on your white butt. No. You know, like. I know. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. You know, and, and good for Brett for getting excited about it. You know, right. When you tested it with your survivor test guys that come yeah. out and do it, did you put them in trunks that were two times too big because that's what these people are wearing at this point chris lost 31 33 pounds yeah you know you literally are not wearing clothes that fit you anymore yeah and and no matter how tight you like tie those swim trunks like it doesn't it doesn't matter not when you're sliding around like that yeah and you had to stay on your stomach. Oh, I yeah. just can't. I can't. Although that's the thing. You had to stay on your stomach. But a couple people like Adam and Jay yeah. figured out like, well, I can still use my hands. So I'm going to. Yeah. And so they and they were the fastest ones. Yeah. You know, so um, but hey, they that's a lot less to, to move, though. You know, they're also some of the skinniest and most agile and most athletic. Like yeah. Jay's. But Will lost his shorts, too. That was the other thing. Oh. Um, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I took note. I just of, remember Brett's. Uh, yeah, well, his yeah, he lost it completely. I took note of of everything because I thought like that would be I would be mortified. I'd be absolutely mortified if that. No, were me. they everyone's seen everything at this point. I know, but it's in that, and I know they blur it out, but it's just like I don't know. It's oh man, I just be nipples out there, balls to the wall, man. You're gonna win Survivor. All you have to do is show your parts to the crew and the cast. Like no one on TV, you're not, they're not on TV. They're blurred out. Well, there was that one time that, uh, they forgot to blur it out in, uh, season 17. No. And a guy was running and popped out and it's there. Still? Uh, I think it's been blurred out on like Hulu and CBS, but yeah, there's. What about the DVD? Probably. Yes. I would be suing. Yeah, it seems uh, like that's the thing to do. 100%. Because I think it was, hang on, who was it? I think it was Marcus in season 17, who's like a respectable uh, like doctor and stuff. Yeah. And now that's just out there for Literally everyone to see. Literally out there. Yeah. No and pun so, intended. So you never know. No, I mean, I would totally get nude in front of that many people if you said I would get a million dollars for it. If you said I, I would, then maybe. If you said I might, 
Well, and I think if it was in service of a challenge, none of this, you know, sure, sure. Jenna dropping her drawers to eat some peanut butter crap. That yeah. was stupid. Yeah, that's full on like. That's reality show. That's not Survivor. Yeah, that was that's, icky. That seems like something from season she six. She and Heidi. You know? Yeah, just cool. Um, but uh, early antics. Anyway, so but, Brett, Sunday, Zeke, and Dave go on the helicopter ride. I think it was very interesting that Zeke and Dave were both there so that right. it couldn't just be it cut through and it eliminated the possibility of people back at camp and people on the helicopter saying like, so we're going to do Zeke, right? We're going to do Dave, right? right? You know, it brought it beyond that and it was really nice. But there does come a moment when Dave leaves. Yeah. He might've been going to the bathroom. Not much you can do I about get, that. Yeah. You know, right? Because it does not seem like he would have left for any other reason. I think he's smarter than that. Yeah, but yeah, because um, he knew that Zeke was gunning for him by yeah. then, right? Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, um, or at the very least, it's just like he knows that there are these two people in the middle, and yeah. that he's not necessarily aligned with Zeke. So that in its so even if he doesn't know if Zeke is gunning for him, it's like I don't want to give him the chance to snatch these two guys That's up. That's true. Um, the two swing votes. And the two yeah. people on the chopping block yeah. were the ones on the reward. Interesting. I think just where that reward challenge took place was really cool because it was just, it, can we call that an island? Uh, it, a sand? Uh, an outcropping? I don't know what no, you call sand, that. No, a sand, what's it called? Sandbar? Yeah, sandbar. Because yeah. it's probably not there all the time either. Yeah, at night depending. it probably disappears completely. Why at night? Oh, no, no. Sorry. Wait, which during night high is, tide night is low tide. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, not always. I thought night is always low tide. I'm remembering. I'm remembering the shallows and night is when uh, when the tide is low. It might have been in that situation, but it all depends on where the moon is. Okay. So if there's no moon, then the moon isn't anywhere near your bit of the ocean. Yeah. And there's not that gravitational pull. I never, that always fascinated me. Okay. So side so, note, I've always been fascinated at that. The idea of like the moon's gravitational pull, pull. And I thought like the moon's far away. I thought we were in charge of the moon. You know, <laughs> I know that makes, why isn't the moon a planet? I don't know because it's revolving around us. Got it. So we have our own like mini planet. Yeah. We're the sun to somebody. That's right. The moon people. Exactly. The man on the moon. Sure. There's an old silent movie called A Trip to the Moon, which is kind of awesome. One of the early one of the earliest examples of special effects in nineteen oh something. Anyway. Wow. Uh okay. So point being What was the point? Where were we? High and low tide depends oh, right. on where you're at in the lunar cycle has okay. nothing to do with day or night. Okay. So it's like a werewolf. Exactly. All right. It has to do with the time of the month. Yes. Okay. Sandbar reward challenge. Yeah. I Helicopter and, ride. And they've... Monkey this, monkey underpants. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> I've just been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. Oh, okay. And there's this episode where Lorelai is very distracted and she goes through her train of thought. And says just keywords like that. So because I was like sandbar reward challenge, Zeke Dave helicopter ride, it made me think monkey monkey underpants. Got it. 
All right. I think we've stumbled on one of the reasons I do not watch Gilmore Girls, but that's all right. No. What? It's hilarious and you would enjoy it. I remember many years ago, I was uh, David, my uh, Battleship Pretension co-host and my former- Battleshippretension.com. That's right. Well, that's where this is hosted. So I feel like people know it. No, they could watch this or listen to this on iTunes. That's true. So I host this other podcast called Battleship Pretension in which I talk about movies. I've been doing it for 505 weeks. (laughs) Um, So, uh, but yeah, so my, David is also my former roommate and he and myself and our other roommate Cole were all uh, hanging out one day and David was watching Gilmore Girls. Of course he was. Cole trying to be uh, a sport, uh, decided like, I'm going to sit down and watch Gilmore Girls with my buddy David. And he made it about five minutes in before he just goes, Ugh, and just left because he could not take that level of quick banter. And, uh, and I get it. Mm. I think I have a, a higher tolerance for it than he does. Cause that's, that's the word for it. Young Cole was not patient or tolerant of certain things sure gilmore girls being one of them yeah that's and you know and and a lot of people group uh gilmore girls and like the west wing together because they're on around the same time totally different they were on at the same time both quick fast-paced banter right and talking mostly it but that's literally it but it's just in the in the in the form of dialogue and like people that I know, like, like Kevin Porter of Gilmore guys, like mm-hmm. he's a huge Aaron Sorkin fan and he loves Gilmore That's girls. True. Yeah. So I feel like it's possible That's to enjoy both. That he's associated with both. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so anyway, okay. Where were we? Monkey, monkey underpants. They right. helipad. <laughs> right. Helicopter so, ride. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that. We've been seeing some new, challenges i haven't enjoyed all i haven't enjoyed all of them note of that these were new ones yeah you haven't enjoyed all of them but at least they were new but at least they were new i liked them all um i honestly didn't find the the reward that david won i thought was only fine it's an endurance challenge where people have to stand in one place doing something i liked that they both had to balance on something and balance with something i really liked that combination you know what i would have liked more okay if the statues that they were holding up were made of like like clay or something and shattered when they dropped no i hope everyone got to keep theirs i would have asked jeff can i keep this of course not they have to sell that off at the end of the season for charity well, if I were Dave, I would have asked, can I keep mine? Sure. Or can you make another one then? Right. But that's the thing. If you're Dave and you keep yours, like, well, I guess it would still fall. But, you know, at the end when you're done. Also, they could get more money for his because he won that challenge. Right. But yeah. There's something to me, whether it be like water splashing on your head or things breaking, like it seems yeah. very definitive. And it's just like, not only are you out, your like being it. out is represented by something. Yep being destroyed i like it your chances have been destroyed mm-hmm. i do like that they got a, they did away with burning buffs that was dumb because those can be sold yeah or kept you know i believe you get to keep your canteen oh really yeah okay and your immunity idol if you decide if to go, you out go with, with it. it yeah that's true um i should ask reed what else you got to keep yeah don't think you get to keep your buff you don't because 
he and Josh bought new ones. Like, you know how I have a Hunapu buff. He went and bought his own tribe's buff again after the fact. I was under the impression that you were able to keep it. But you know what? We need to move on. Um, No, because like you said, I think they sell it. But like, I remember this story about Randy. uh, Maybe back then. Yeah, that's true. Like heroes versus villains. When he got voted out, he took off his buff and threw it in the fire, Um, which was like not a thing that that you did like you didn't burn your buff at the time and so and then he actually (laughs) and then he called the producers and lied to them and said hey i lost my buff can i get a new one uh implication being he would have been able to keep his had he not thrown it in the fire um that's true but that was at this point a while ago who wants first outs buff i don't even know who that person was at this point in this season yeah oh uh i do not recall some chick yeah um so okay immunity challenge jay destroys everybody wipes it i don't know if i have ever seen any challenge where someone wins that definitively can you think of any uh colby won pretty handily a lot in the second season yeah because he won every single one but like was it to the point where it's one thing if he's been a while since i've watched the season but and there's so many at this point, but yeah, there's yeah. definitely been challenges like that in yeah. the past. And this, this was a new challenge, right? Uh, it's a combination of things that have been done in other challenges, but yes, this is a new one. Yeah. Then that doesn't really make it new. Right. Like their little wiggling worm thing. That's new. Like I've not seen that before. I feel like I have with their hands and feet tied. I don't remember that. Oh no, 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 no. Jay's challenge. Yeah. The immunity challenge. The wiggling worm thing is not in that challenge. No, I know that. I'm just saying. I'm asking if that challenge is new. uh, The blind maze, then. Right. Like it's a combination of things that have been done before, but they've never been combined in this way. Okay. My whole point is I don't know if they will do it again because he crushed it. I feel like not. That's boring then. Yeah. Um, You could tell Jeff was like, well. I don't really know what else to say. But he that's, won. But that's the thing is when you have, if you had a lot of people do it really easily. And so it was like really close at the end. Then like, yes, it's close, but it was also easy. You know, but when you have vetted. everyone, when you have everyone struggling. Yeah. But, but except one guy who apparently is really good at this. Maybe you'd try it again. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But. Every challenge is vetted too. They have their team go through it and compete. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Handily wins it. It's Jay. Yeah. Who really... Kind of boring. Yeah, just because his name wasn't being thrown around, though I'm sure he thought it was. And it should be mentioned that in the previous tribal, uh, people did a really good job of not talking to him. Yeah, they did. Like, everybody. One thing everyone agreed on was, we got to flush his idol. We're not going to vote for him, but yeah. we need to flush his idol. Which didn't work. Which didn't work. Like, he... Because they didn't talk to him. He literally said, mm, I was going to, you know, thinking about playing it, but nobody was talking about me either at Tribal. Right. That was their mistake. Yeah. They needed to make it clear, you know, they if they'd said, like, we got to take out threats, you know, this is a very e- This is an easy vote. Mm-hmm. If you said, like... The next vote's going to be hard. This one's easy. Yeah. Then it's clear. That's about Jay. Yeah. And then we got to turn on each other. 
but they didn't say that they focused too much on even if you were vague like that jeff makes you come out with it you know names get dropped at tribal everyone knows by the end of tribal for the vote who is on the block yeah so and yet i somehow feel like if jeff asked and you said like well obviously jay then jay might get the sense like you need to be purposefully vague in a way that like is very clear without actually being clear it's i think you could be clear he's athletic he's gonna win challenges everyone loves him he's gonna have a ton of jury votes he is a threat and he should have gone three votes ago so yeah yeah we're doing it yeah i guess at that point like you play your idol just because even if it's like mm, i think they might be trying to flush my idol but they're saying my name a lot i don't know because then getting to this crazy town tribal dave wastes his. yeah that's true but that's only because there's a nice little bit of uh subversion Confusion. right where well okay so let's get to that way to go on sunday's part i think the only reason she said ken's name is because he was currently talking and she was like oh my god say a name yeah yeah and well let's see okay so what were the sides it was adam okay so we get to the final tribal yeah and it's 10 so it's it's basically five to five right you've got dave ken adam jess jess and and hannah hannah exactly so you've got them versus zeke Zeke. jay will sunday and brett right okay that's an interest that is an interesting that is a full that's a definite voting block that is not an alliance um no that's three voting blocks yeah that's crazy that's zeke Winning advantage over to of, voting blocks. Yeah, that's interesting. And his people bailing on him. Yeah. Adam and Hannah are on the other side of the that vote. Yeah. And they were with him from the beginning. Yeah. That's that's so Adam bails too. And it really it really makes it interesting that when everybody votes, so it's five to five right. between Hannah and Zeke. Right. And then when it comes time to revote, where in which Adam and uh, sorry uh, Hannah and Zeke won't vote, so now it's now there's eight people voting and it winds up being four to four. What? And then they have to try to be unanimous at that point between these two. And no. what? Revote. See if a vote changes. That's the phase we're at. You're skipping that part. Right. Well, uh, sorry. Well, I'm I'm skipping it to comment on the voting block thing. Okay. Okay. So it gets to the point where, uh, where somebody needs to plead their case for either Hannah or Zeke. Now, if I'm, uh, Will or Jay or Brett or Sunday, I'm not close to Zeke, and he is playing the best game. Like, I'm not voting out any of my actual alliance. True. Like, why don't That's they... That's how in the pocket of Zeke they were. Yeah. Holy crap. That just speaks to how amazing his game is. Right. Because they're not even realizing that his game is that amazing. Yeah. Okay. But and they're going to the go thing. to rocks for that? Like, that's crazy. Here's the thing, though, is that we can see that because we have a 45-minute edit yeah. from 72 hours. Yeah. Right? Is that three days? 
Yes. You know, it, it might not be that clear to them. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's palpable how good of a game Zeke is playing. But yeah. we see his confessionals. We see his edit. I don't know that it would be that clear to me if I were out there. You know, if I'm... But I would say this. N- nobody would be worth going to rocks for. I would switch my vote right. even if it was my bestie. Right. Because uh, that would mean my bestie would go home and not me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. And and you're not playing the odds. If It's, it's one thing if it's like... It's like, all right, uh, for whatever reason. And this has sort of happened in the past where if you go to rocks, the majority of the other alliance is going to, I don't know, there's more, it's more likely that someone that you don't like is going to leave. I don't remember what the situation was, but somehow. No, you could say like, not only could I go, but someone in my own alliance could go. This could not work out in numbers wise in my favor. Right in in me- more than one way yeah so i will do whatever i have to do i will switch my vote not only will i switch my vote but i'll be vocal about it and i will get the rest of my alliance to switch their vote too yeah and that's you know and there was a lot of pressure so let's let's do this the revote let's go back one step okay right so because it was a five to five vote yep and now they have to do a revote and yep. everybody is pressuring jess crazy why I think because she's right there. She's just physically in yeah. the middle. They're not going to pressure Ken because he's a few people over. But she's right there. I think people see that she's pragmatic. They're not going to. They're not going to convince David, and I don't think they're going to convince Adam because he's close with Hannah. But Jess is not that close with Hannah, right? And she will right. want to save herself. So they're pressuring her. I thought she was going to give in. She should have. She obviously she should have, um, but more than anything, it's just so ironic. Maybe they were pressuring more than her, but they edited it to show sure. that. That's that's possible. Um, Maybe there was a lot more discussion yeah. happening. Yeah, but what fascinates me is that, like, if I'm Adam or Hannah, I say, "Hey guys, do you want to know why we're voting against Zeke right now? We who've been his alliance since day one, sure, because he's playing the best game, and we realize it. This is our only chance. Yeah, not our only chance, but like this is maybe our best chance to get him out. So like, let's all vote unanimously. And even David, he made a pretty good plea himself, where he said, "Hey, if people want to vote me out, I totally get it. Vote me out next." But right now, Zeke is the is playing the best game, and he should have taken it one step further with. If this truly was a vote between the two best players currently, then it should be my name and Zeke's name. But Hannah was the goat to get around me playing my idol. Yeah. That is how much she doesn't matter. Yeah. So we should all. Yeah. Vote Zeke. Yeah. And if it's just like the goat vote, the goat vote. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag. What were the very, uh, I don't have time for that. Um, trust cluster was definitely a hashtag. Trust cluster. The game has spoken was one after the, that was terrible. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, you're you're kind of the worst. Your tribe mates still spoke. They couldn't agree. Right. He is the worst trying to be all spontaneously clever. Yeah. Don't do it, Jeff. He's just icky. 
You know, it's, it's interesting. I have <laughs> a tendency to be like really maudlin and kind of melodramatic in my, in my tone. No, but it's always clever, funny, or poignant. Sure. That's nice of you to say. But I recognize, what I mean to say is I recognize in Jeff the desire to frame things in a way that is most dramatic, you know, uh, and in that moment, it's like the game has spoken, like, yeah. uh, like that's yeah. right, the, you know, the island gods, which they stopped talking about in like the early seasons, but like, that's right, it's not, this game is bigger than all of us. It's fine, Jeff, it's just they couldn't agree, and now somebody pick the bad rock, you know, um, or, or sort of recognize that, that this is dramatic enough on its own. Yeah. When Michaela looked like she was going to punch Adam in the face, that was already dramatic enough. Jay. Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I said the wrong person immediately, but you don't have to say something then. Yeah. Just let her yeah. be the, the, Oh snap. Mike drop moment that already happened when she dropped the rock. Mike drop rock drop. What? Yes. That already happened. Let the players be the drama. You don't have to come in with your voiceover. Well, and he always, at the end of every, at the end of every tribal, he always has his one thing. I know. As though it's some kind of sum up, as though it's some kind of like. It's almost as if it should come at the end of an episode of Magic School Bus, you know, like lesson for the day I never kids watched it, but yeah. just a children's yeah. pbs show it's like you know does fred unbutton his sweater put it back on the hook before he leaves and put his jacket back on and then say blah 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 kids you know it seems like it should come during a PBS episode of Got some it. TV show for a Got child, it. not Espe- survivor, especially because he'll, he'll often set it up the same way. It's like, well, one thing is clear, yeah. you know, as if he is looking at the cameras, like, you know, kids, he has his lines. He does not yeah. deviate at this point. Yeah. And he does, he doesn't say one thing is clear, but he says that enough that I took note, you know, the question no, right. is, he, he, yeah, you know, Ugh. It's a game of trust. The question and is, this is what I want to know is that he probably thinks that up when he goes back and reads the votes. Oh, right? no question. Confers with the producers, yeah. which order should it takes I like read 20 them minutes. in? Exactly. Yeah. Comes up with his little one liner. Yeah. Did I put it on a teleprompter for him? You know what I mean? It's just, and it's, and it's always, it seems as it makes him seem like he's, so very not merely wise but so very smart like he's like if you guys only did what i clearly know you should have done yeah then you wouldn't be in this situation now would you um it's like he's gloating but he's not playing the game anyway um, to get anyway. back to the actual drama yeah so uh doesn't work hasn't been done in a while no uh i believe the last time it was done was uh see uh, the first blood versus water okay um where Tyson and Jervis and Hayden and various other people went to a rock draw and it was a calculated risk on Tyson's part because he could have gone and it wound up being, I think, Katie, uh, Tina's daughter. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, that's, it, it is, cra- it's Both crazy. Nobody wants to, to go out like who, that. You know, wasn't really a contender to win. She could have become one. If Brett's becoming one, she could have. Sure. Um, but, oh, 
It would be the worst, most dis- it would be worse than a medevac. Yeah. Worse than Terry having to go home because his son is suddenly very, very ill. Yeah. I would have no closure. I, I would be in shock yeah. a year later, six years later. Yeah. I could not handle it. Yeah. It was, you know, and Jess has good reason to, to cry and be upset at, with, with herself. Cause it's just like, if I had simply switched my vote to Hannah yeah. on the revote, I'd be here and she wouldn't be. Yeah. Which she talks about a Ponderosa, which is really great. Yeah. Interesting facts, but just the total instantaneous reaction was yeah. something that I was even shocked at. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it would have even sunk into me that quickly that, that, oh my gosh, I, yeah, I think I would have jumped to anger faster than and crying might have come with that but you know she's gathering her stuff she's like shuffling through people to go get her torch to be snuffed and everyone's saying i'm so sorry and i i really think i would have said something like you all need to just shut the f up yeah stop talking to me yeah right now don't say i mean who didn't say something to me that is who's going to get my vote in final tribal because i would be so mad and I will say that even though Jessica is not that, you know, memorable of a player, if they ever did second chance, uh, another second oh, chance, definitely, you know, because the first second chance, a lot of it was traceable back to one mistake that someone made. Sure. This is like a huge mistake that she made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that led to her own, you know, because it's, it's weird. It, it wasn't Adam. They weren't pressuring Adam. They weren't pressuring David. Like if it well, had been one of them, they didn't show pressure. They didn't show. It, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, and but it's ironic. Yeah, it's almost too ironic, which is why I've I've arrived at they had to have been yeah pressuring more than just her. Yeah, and that's the thing is I mean I know that tribal goes on much longer hours. You guys, it is hours. And even a chaotic one like that during like the revote, maybe they give you a little bit less time, but who knows? Maybe like the pressuring of 20 her. minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, at one point, Jeff says, okay, it's been 20 minutes and clearly oh, there's still that. chaos. Okay. So yeah, that's the thing. It's 20 minutes and we got about five seconds of them pressuring her. Right. You know, which so, means that it was five minutes per person of pressure. Probably. Right. Um, I do want to mention the thing that we were, talking about earlier uh in regards to brett Brett and zeke dude really coming down uh, brett being angry in general but then he and zeke came down on david in a way that really bothered me ken what was that they really bullied ken brett bullied ken a lot but brett also said to david like like oh i have anxiety so i'm gonna cry yeah it's like hey easy there sport ish just in general yeah i i I don't know where it's coming from. No, there was no edit to explain any of that. The only thing I can think of. So backing up just to set it up. Yeah. Uh, somebody says the term trust cluster again. I think and it's David. Sets him off. He just yeah. cannot handle it. Ah, that's crap. Let's just vote. Stop yeah. talking about that. You yeah. know, he freaks out. Yeah. It just triggers him. I don't, I don't, I, I'm baffled. 
and I had the, cause it's David that says, it. he says, he goes, well, I call this, he, he said, I would yeah. say this is a, a, uh, trust cluster muck, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, and then Brett is having none of it. And he says, he goes, look, we all know this is every man for himself, which it's not by the way, which it's not, but so that was idiotic to say, but I find myself wondering if maybe this is something it makes no sense for him to get that angry, but if at this least is something in the edit that, like, that we saw, sure, maybe more happened. Sure. Um, but imagine, okay. So there are various things that you and I are bothered by when we watch survivor. Now imagine we go on survivor. What and are that we bothered thing, by Jeff? Jeff, like if Jeff like decided to say oh, something, I would have absolutely snapped at Jeff by now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Especially during challenges. Like, you know, let's say my swimsuit had fallen down and he commented on my white yeah. ass. Although I don't think he would have because a, I'm a girl and B, I don't think I would have gotten any more tan. There right. would be no tan line. Yeah. I'm a redhead. It's just fair. But I, I really like that would have been a clear instance where I think I would have said, yeah. Jeff, we really don't need that right now. Thanks. Yeah. You know, yeah. so See, now that's, that's you're, you say. you're sleep deprived, you're malnourished. You've lost over 30 pounds. Yeah. Like Brett has probably lost yeah. at least as much as Chris has at this point. Yeah. Okay. But you're on the game of survivor. Yeah. I don't think that no matter what we didn't see, because of an edit. Yeah. I don't think there's any logical reason to get so snappy about that comment. And there are certainly, there is no reason to talk about someone's anxiety or their paranoia to bully. Yeah. You know, Ken is speaking and Brett says something like, do you really even understand something? Blah, blah, blah. Are you yeah. aware? Yeah. And Ken is like, I'm very aware of the situation. Oh yes. Thank that's you. Right. That's right. He, he goes ballistic. He literally yeah. attacks and bullies people. And I don't respect that in life and, or on this show at all. And I see no indication of him being the type. Are you to kidding? Do that. He's a Boston cop. He's a gay guy who undoubtedly felt. That I don't he think that to... shapes how he responds. That that's, that looks like a Boston cop right there to me. I don't really sure. like cops. And I imagine Boston ones are even worse. Apologies to any police officers that are listening to the show. I should say that that is what I said to I'm get sorry me out of that jury your duty. brothers <laughs> suck and that you guys have a clearly have a bad rap right now. Sure. But I've had very personal experiences with cops and they suck. It yeah. is not even about like the racial problem happening in America right now. It's not because of how they've been portrayed on the show. I hate cops i just mean to say in regards to brett is that whether i mean he's obviously was not has not been open about his sexuality and uh, before this um in in certain circles so you would think that that would sort of train him to be more sensitive to things um right like you don't see ken going around and bullying people right like being treated like crap or having something that you are insecure about or you need right. to hide can turn you one of two ways. You can become um, 
empathetic, sympathetic, kind, nice. You can rise above your good, good looks like Ken has and be a really great person or it can lead you being a total dick that bullies other people because you have been bullied. I did have the thought and I don't necessarily agree with this, but there have been instances in the past where there are players that have been considered good players who sort of, for lack of a better term, bully. Let's go ahead and say antagonize. They'll antagonize people in a very specific way. Can you give an example? Randy. Randy would antagonize does, people very specifically. Does anyone think he is a good player and yes. deserves to win? Uh, you can be a good player and not necessarily deserve to win. No. You can be a watchable player. No, I think I think there are good players, but there are better players that season. Okay. Like that season, Kenny was a better player than Randy, but Randy was in a situation where there was a tribe swap and he found himself on the minor in the minority on this one tribe. Mm -hmm. And he was an older guy, Mm -hmm. not very physically fit. And so what he decided to do was, all right, I'm going to be really negative about the other tribe. I'm going to be basically a cheerleader about the other tribe and show that I am so on board with this tribe because I don't like those guys over there. And it worked. Sure. Like he got in so solid. And you know where he didn't do that? Tribal. uh, Well, he did a little bit. Yes. Okay. But planting seeds, baiting people against each other, saying little comments here and there to get a rise out of people. And the other thing that is, is one thing that was also a season that was really negative. This season has not been very negative. Exactly. Every season has a theme. Yeah. Reed is really good at, at realizing all of the themes. I could not name one except for his season, which was the chivalrous theme. Yeah. Oh, this person hasn't been on yeah. a reward. I'll, I'll give up my reward left and right for other people who deserve it, which is such bullshit. Yeah. But, I would say it was more, it, it's that, but it's also like bargaining. They were trying to bargain with Jeff about things and he got tired of it. <laughs> That's right. I forgot so. about that part, but no, it's this tone that the yeah. castaways take on. I guess bargaining and yeah. bargaining. Did yeah. I even say that right? Bargaining. You know when a word doesn't sound like a word anymore? Sure. Anyway, this season's theme is not negativity, right? And it, no. it, And just what you're going after with those people... It went from, I don't like this term to, I don't think this term is logical and I don't want to start referring to things with this term to very, very personal insults towards Dave to the point where Dave was like, I have not attacked you personally. This is way over the line. Other people stepped in, like even people that were a a part of, you know, the opposing voting block. Totally. Um, Sunday looked at him and was like, yeah shame on you slash shut up yeah and zeke was getting aggressive too like and so i found myself wondering like i'd like to go back and watch and see like who got aggressive first because if it was zeke maybe brett recognized what was happening and so like oh i'm gonna show zeke that i'm really on his side or whatever it is um but even I so in a randy kind of move no maybe but i just i don't think that he's randy you know no. he's not the type um, I'm sorry, you can't get drunk a bunch and be really jovial and laugh a lot and then right. turn and insult people's uh, it insecurities. Seemed, it seemed, and maybe he was mad at David because David got Chris out and Paul. Uh, well, no, I guess Jess got Paul out. And right. 
so maybe he's bitter about that. Who's to say? But um, but either way, like it really, it seemed really out of character for him. I saw nothing. I saw no uh, indication of that. Like even when he was drunk, he was like a happy drunk, not belligerent. Totally, exactly. You know. So in this and he moment, hasn't been secretly belligerent or angry in confessionals. Yeah, he seems I don't like know an upbeat where guy. It came from. Yeah, and I'd, even if we could logically explain where it came from, it's still completely um, yeah. unforgivable to me. I can't. Not yeah. unfor. I mean, if he apologized, sure, fine, but just unacceptable to me. Yeah, a hundred percent. Even if he had a reason for it, like. If he had a, like, there's no logical reason to do an illogical thing. No. He might have had a quote unquote good reason, but even if you have that reason, you shouldn't have you done stop it. stop and think, not good enough. Exactly. For the same reason Hannah screwed up. Yeah. With Zeke at the watering hole. I call it the watering hole, but it's not really. That's not the, what they call it. The well? The well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very, it was very strange. Messed up. Um, and it contributed to an already very chaotic tribal and yeah. one that like people were really excited. Like, oh my gosh, it went to rocks. And it's like, boy, did this not have to go to rocks? Like just get rid of Hannah, get rid of Hannah. Or honestly, everybody else should have acknowledged like, Zeke. yeah, Zeke's a problem. Totally. We got to get rid of him. Yeah. You know, logically get rid of Zeke. Yeah. Emotionally get rid of Hannah. Yeah, and just... I'm glad Zeke is still around. And really, really thrilled, and I'm okay with Jess being gone, but it's very dissatisfying. And that's the thing, and even Will... Unsatisfying? Why can I not? The tryptophan is real. I do wonder, because Will even said, like, when it came time for the revote. Yeah. Or no, I think it was after the revote, and he goes, guys, I don't want to draw rocks. Like, Yeah. And yet... You know, and yet he, and, kinda, and, they and yet he sh- still dug in on Zeke, like uh, being with Zeke. You know, and they did, couldn't show all of it. You know, was there a point when everyone did flip except one or two? Yeah, and then did everyone flip the other way except one or two? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Can't figure it out. Yeah, but that's the thing is like, and and Will, you could tell like the, he did not want to go out. Like he even like when he's pulling the rock out, he's like, I think I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. You know. Because nobody wants to go out like that. That's a terrible way to go out. Um, You've auditioned for how many years? Yeah. You quit your job. You lie to all your friends and family. You go out there. You lose 33 pounds. You deal with a bunch of strangers for over a month. You don't eat anything. You don't sleep. And then that happens. Yeah. You go through all you work so hard. Yeah. You vote like if you go out because everyone decided you should go out, that's one thing. But if you go out because everyone decided that nobody else, that this other person shouldn't go out, that's ridiculous. Here's the only thing that anyone who had drawn the black rock could have pointed to. I could have switched my vote the vote yeah, before. Sure. So it is your own. It's everyone's own fault. Right. There right. isn't your own action that you could point to. But That's true. it's not the same as being voted out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and you know what, like, and that's the thing is you could have, you know, if you're Jess and we didn't see this and I think if she had said it, we would have seen it where she's like, I don't want to go out. I'm going with whoever wants to like, exactly. I'm going anywhere anybody wants to go. Majority is this way. Great. Me yeah. too. Yeah. It's honestly, it's the way Sandra won twice. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody but me. Yeah. And only once or twice did she 
compromise that, but it was on smaller things. But for the most part, it was just like, like, this is the majority. Great. I'm going to go with them for a while. And she, she might've said that. Yeah. But I, during the discussion, but if the rest of her, but if the editors know she's the one going out, then like you feature her making a play that up, you know, or whatever, but, but she did. She said just as vocally as well. I don't want to draw rocks. Right. They, they hammered that in pretty well. Yeah. Sucks. It does. It does suck. And I mean, it was, it was a, this is the thing. And I think we've talked about this before. There are people that are really into the, the good TV aspect of survivor and that's fine. <coughs> Whether it be talking like watchable about, survivors, people who are, or like drama. Okay. Or just for example, they're like, Oh, Philip, he's good TV. Now I find him infuriating to watch. And with and a tribal like this, some people are like, oh my gosh, it's so dramatic, such good TV. And it's like, yeah, but it's not what I, people can't come, people can't agree and someone winds up going home. That's part of the game. That's the rule. And people knew it. So that's still, it's still survivor, but it's not the survivor I like. And I'm not, if I have to sacrifice this aspect of good TV so that it's all, so that it's all strategy. I'm fine with that. I have been thinking more about this um, because tribals have gotten more chaotic in the last two seasons, you know, from the beginning of last season where Jenny had the bug in her ear and she got it out. There's a whole episode about her and she implodes at tribal with Jason and Scott. She literally stands up on her stump. Yes. It's crazy to Michaela, you know, crazy things have been happening more frequently at tribals. It's considered a boring tribal and therefore a boring episode when it's, Hmm, is it going to be Jessica or Chris? Okay. It was one of them. Wah, wah, moving on. And that aspect does bother me. Okay. We can't just have a tribal. We have to have a crazy tribal. So now everyone watching last season and then everyone watching this season who goes on the show, is going to be playing that up more. And that bothers me. However, I do think normal tribals are boring. And I think last night was a lot more interesting. Well, it's, it's hard to say like, what is a normal tribal? Like a normal tribals when they have a discussion, nothing crazy happens. There's no, Oh my gosh, no mic drop moment. And then it's between one of the two people that you assumed it would be between. And one of them goes, uh, to me, the boring tribal is when it's when everybody agrees that this one person has to go and then they go like the like the tribal when was where, last time that happened. It happens usually like at least four or five times a season. Name somebody this time. Do you know? Uh, let's see. Lucy. Like, right. Everyone was yeah, like pretty much. She's awful. Let's yeah, it's usually like this person's not good for the tribe mm-hmm. or it's this person is a big threat and we all know it. Now that doesn't happen as much anymore. But I am fine to give to more leeway on tribals at the beginning when there are more people like that. The whole right. tribe can rally behind a vote. However, once there's it's in once the merge happens, yeah, those don't usually happen. Well, what did you think of like the first tribal of this episode? Boring. Even though like you weren't sure where Zeke was gonna, Zeke, I think Zeke and Hannah like where they were gonna go. Didn't care. The only amusing part was the trust cluster. Hmm. Hannah f- freak out because Jeff used her word. That was adorable. That's literally the only thing I remember from it. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess I don't remember much of what was said. I and just the remember the, sooner. The, the, yeah, but the suspense of, okay, which one is it going to be? 
Yeah, that's and the fact that, and the fact that Chris is completely blindsided. Uh, unless one of those two people, uh, you know, the the second one was more interesting to me. If it would just been a simple Hannah or Zeke thing, that would be more interesting to me because I love Zeke and I want him to stay, and I really don't love Hannah and I yeah. don't need to see her stay. Um, unless one of the two people is someone that I want to see in the final travel yeah. and it's, could be really disappointing to me. I think that happened during Cochrane season, actually, now that I think about it, hmm. um, he almost went home at one point. It was between him and someone else. And I'm so glad he didn't, obviously. His first season? No. Cause his second season, he got no votes. Oh, must've been the first. Yeah. It was between him and I think the guy's name was Papa Bear. Um, at any rate, anyway, I can think of n- normal tribals in which that's mo- made more interesting to me because I'm really rooting for one of the two people. Yeah. However, nah. and honestly, it's all, it, it also comes down to personalities and there are some tribals where the vote is very straightforward, but there's enough people that are entertaining and the stuff they say is just fun. Um, that's what I mean, though. Even that feels played up to me because these are people who are watching these yeah. seasons and seeing crazy tribals happen. I, I will take someone who wants to make big moves over somebody who wants to create a moment any day of the week. Yeah. If you're out there trying to create a hashtag for Jeff. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know. Go home. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why, you know, there are people like who suggest that perhaps Philip was just making a play for airtime. You know, uh, having known may- people who met him in person. No. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, and then I don't know, I, we could talk about other like stories you hear about someone who did something that seemed like, Oh, what a zany thing that happens. Like yeah, it's probably manufactured by, by the person themselves. And sure enough, it worked. Yeah. Producers don't get involved on survivor. Right. But anyway, anyway, we talk about that all day long. What was the preview for next week? Uh, family visit was the big oh, thing and yeah. Adam maybe using his yeah, advantage like or that, giving it away. Maybe can we talk about how much that is a, just a disadvantage at that point? Yeah. We had brought up while watching the episode, you know, um, both reward challenges, they had split into different groups and as yeah. a group you won. So if he could use it, like I want my group to win, even though we just yes. lost, that still benefits other people. Yes. But if it's just him, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's just like, okay, here's an advantage. It's a gun, but you can only shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> there you go. You can't use it to kill a, a, a chicken or something you might eat. You can't use it for anything except to hurt yourself. Yeah. There's no, there is no advantage to that That's advantage. Ridiculous. I think, I think I said this uh, yesterday that they must've hoped that, well, maybe it'll fall into the hands of an idiot who doesn't think like that. Like Taylor, for example, might have used it for Even for an idiot would think, well, this is douchey, bro. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. Oh, and maybe it's been played up about the family visit from the beginning because everyone recognizes that's the only acceptable one for anyone to steal. Yes. And that's the thing is they, they even bring up Adam maybe using it yeah. this episode because obviously they're going to pay it off because he, he he says he goes but this isn't the one to use it on yeah and just like then why are they why are you saying it oh because it's going to be used soon okay it's because come that up even goes counter to your argument of like maybe hands up in the it, hands of the idiot like taylor taylor is the one who brings up you guys 
this is stupid. He's going to use it for family visit. Yeah. Even he recognizes when it would be appropriate to use it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and even then when it's most understandable, it is also at that, because it's most understandable, it's also most unforgivable. It's true. Especially because nobody knows about Adam's mom. Right. If they knew, then it would be like, Hey bro, I yeah, think I, get I think you should do your advantage right now. I think you should yeah. steal somebody's steal mine. I want to let you do that because yeah. I want you to see your family member and get some word on the situation. Yeah. But I'm, maybe he says I'm going to use my advantage and it's because my mom is dying right now and I yeah. I really need to hear something about that. But you never know. Someone might think it's a Johnny Fairplay situation. Exactly. So the whole thing is stupid. Yeah. But I am curious to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's that it's being played in some way at all is interesting. And I just hope because like I'm getting back on Adam's side. I hope he doesn't screw it up. But anyway. Okay. Uh, so this has been going on for a while. So we'll go ahead and, and sign off. Two episodes, man. Yeah. Longer to talk about. commentary. Yep. So uh, I hope everybody had a, a, a happy Thanksgiving and uh, we will see you next week. We are week. thankful for all of you. That's right. Thank yes. you for listening. Yes. We really appreciate it. Thank you for um, just your support. It yeah. honestly is the reason we, we did this second season. We were going to take a break while Tyler is in school and yeah. I'm really glad that we didn't. This has been fun. Yeah, I've, I've, and I do enjoy, I say I have enjoyed it as though we're, this is our last episode. It yeah. isn't, we're going to continue, but, uh, but yeah, there's <laughs> when, when considering the things to cut for, uh, uh, in favor of school, this was honestly top of the list because like, this is just sort of my low, it's my, just fun. It's yeah. just fluff, low priority, right. but enough people chimed in and mm-hmm. said that they really wanted it, that it, it feels good to wanted Mm -hmm. so anyway um we're grateful for all of you on this day of thanks indeed uh as for the rest of you (laughs) got nothing for you grab your stuff head back to camp bye bye This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 